Nerd Talk, Dork Talk, Real Talk, the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. know the meaning of life, but this is what I live for, all things nerdy. What is up? How are ya? Hope you had a good weekend. It was a great past week, wasn't it? Gotham continues to be great, The Flash premiered, and of course, Arrow made its triumphant return. Baby girl Felicity, I've missed you. This is crazy to think about. Monday's Gotham, Tuesday's The Flash, Wednesday's Arrow, and on Thursday you could watch, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. off the web. I lost interest after about 10 episodes. Don't know if you finished season one, but I didn't. So, you know, I'll be sound asleep on Thursday nights. And then there's Constantine, which, okay, isn't my cup of tea, but who knows, maybe I'll give it a try. I think you should. The more comic book shows on TV, the better. But yeah, if you mix that in, that would make five comic book shows to watch per week. The geek are truly inheriting the earth. Yes! The Canny Ho Show, episode 33, will cover Gotham, The Flash, and Arrow. Oh my. And, oh, Miley. It's showtime. Let's go. Gotham continues to impress. Honestly, the Gordon and Bullock scenes are just fantastic. The two actors are clearly having fun playing off one another. The writers are doing a good job of giving them plenty to work with. And the director, well, he's pulling it off in new and interesting ways. Man, I laughed during the suspect montage. Didn't you? Didn't you think it was... Didn't you find it to be hilarious? You know, Bullock and his hookers. And beating up some dude. While comical music is played in the back. Yes! The biggest scene for me, however, is, of course, Barbara and Montoya kissing. Oh, so that's the big secret. She hails from Lesbanon. Hot. If this is what you're afraid of Gordon knowing about, girl, I gotta say, I don't think you'll understand how men work very much. Ah, but of course you wouldn't. This is a whole new country for you. The thing is, in my opinion, I think Lesbanon is a better place to live than Sausage Land. Are you digging the penguin? It's not really working for me. To me, he's still too cray-cray. But he killed a dude for his shoes. Come on, that's that's Amanda Bynes' Twitter cray-cray. Selena Kyle had one great line, where Gordon said it was dark. How could you have possibly seen the killer's face? She responds, I can see in the dark. Dead woman, yes! This episode was called Balloon Man. So initials BM, about a vigilante. I think I know where you're going. Yes. This seems to give Bruce an idea to someday also have the monogram BM. Batman, of course. BM and BM. Uh, see what you did there. You are clever. I thought it was great how Gordon didn't let the balloon man fly away to his death. Even though Buddy broke the law, he, he clearly did it for the right reason. I don't think the future commissioner actually took any of that into account. Let's face it. Balloon man tried to kill Bullock. And if Gordon was dirty, I don't think he'd make this move. No, he just seems to be a legitimately good cop. 
and he knows that justice is not to be served with spilled blood. He's definitely a good role model for the kids who are certainly watching this show, and jaded 20-something-year-old podcasters. Oh, not me. Uh, Benny Lowe from The Benny Lowe Show. The worst podcast ever. The Asian Imposter Podcast. Overall, I would say this was another solid episode of the newest comic book television show. It had a great concept. The vigilante hunting dirty public figures. Très bien. It gave us a great Bruce Wayne moment. Man, that kid's doing a real good job. And there were also a few great moments for a few of the other characters as well. I give Gotham Episode 3 a four teardrops on my guitar out of five. The Flash is not just Arrow, but with super speed, it's his own thing. The mood's completely different. The Flash suit doesn't shoot well at night, which is perfect because Barry Allen tends to operate during the day. What really stuck with me is this show has a sense of humor, something that Arrow has really none of. Closest thing to humor on that show is, I guess, Felicity. Damn. Smart, sexy, and funny. Felicity girl, we gotta work something out. Yes, back on point. Barry is a bumbling geek. It only makes sense that he have a quirky sense of humor and funny stuff just happens around him. Well, here's the thing, though. On that note, I think they're trying to make the Latino kid, that assistant lab kid, what was his name? Esteban Guillermo... Rey Mysterio, whatever his name is, I don't think he's funny. And it's actually kind of painful watching him trying to do funny. It's like watching Dane Cook do his thing. No, to be fair, Guillermo is cooler than Dane Cook. <laughs> but either way, how this kid got this part, which is clearly there for lighthearted laughs, don't know how he scored the gig, but I'm pretty sure it's a gay thing. Nothing wrong with being gay. It's only wrong if you use it to get parts. Dude's not even all that good looking. I like the idea of a character that is geeking, tech-obsessed. That's actually a great idea for a character. But this kid can't pull it off. He's not especially good at acting. Not horrible. But hell, they should have casted me. I could do it. Because, let's face it, I wouldn't be acting. Just throw me on camera and throw some nerdy things in front of me. I'll make you laugh and believe that one could get obsessed over gadgets. Like there's no tomorrow. And isn't that Danielle Panabaker, Panabaker girl related to the girl who played Pim Diffie's friend on Phil of the Future? Ah, Phil of the Future. I miss Ali Mekalakalakalakalaka. Oh wait, didn't she do a show with Ashley Tisdale? Like that cheerleader show? Well, when that hits Netflix, I'm all over it. Yes, but back to this, uh, this scientist chick. I guess she's the eye candy of the show. Yeah, she's pretty. But damn, is this bitch ever serious. She's certainly not there for the jokes. And overall, she and Enrique Iglesias, as a team, are not even in the same league as Fitz and Simmons. The tech duo from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are in the major leagues, and these cats at best are at uh, double A. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they have the two perfect actors playing two excellent characters, and together they have perfect dynamic and chemistry. I believe that's the first time I've ever said Marvel is doing it better than DC on TV. Well, that's one strike against you, Flash. Did you also think that the cop, the detective, is wonderfully casted and acted? I felt a warmth right off the top towards him. It was great how he covered for Barry running late. Very fatherly. Very kind, but I guess, you know, he's his surrogate father, so I guess it comes with the territory. And it's clear Buddy is a protective dad. 
And I can understand why he'd protect his daughter so. She seems like a sweet girl, you know, beautiful, kind. Those are an expiring breed. What do you mean they're not? Oh, they just ignore me, okay. So they're as good as dead to me. But again, back on point. Yeah, but he's protective of his daughter, but it was too much. It got to the point where he blamed Barry for having her out there on the streets during the day on the sidewalk. They weren't even jaywalking or anything when a car accident happened. Dude, that could happen at any point. Not just when you leave your home, even. You could be inside your house in your living room, locked down, because it's too goddamn dangerous out there, and a car could crash right through your window. I think you need to take a chill pill. And Buddy knows the secret, which leaves me to wonder, who won't know the secret by the end of the year? Do you prefer the Iron Man style, where everybody knows who he is, and I guess Thor, everybody knows who Thor is, and even Captain Rogers. Doesn't everybody know who Captain America is? Or would you prefer the DC style, where secret identities are huge? And did you ever watch Smallville? Did you remember the arc where they had Green Arrow come out as Oliver Queen? Very Iron Man-esque. I really didn't care for that. Bad idea on multiple levels, even if it's just because, dude, they just did that in Iron Man. Do it different. I like how Barry has a thing for his best friend. Did you find that endearing as well? Yes, no, maybe so. What cheeses me is... She turns out to not have the same feelings as him, and instead, she loves the jock. They also sounds like Smallville. And minus the best friend part, my life. I can see why she's not down, though. They were brought up together in the same house, like brothers and sisters. Yeah, there's some off about that. And overall, I don't know if you'd agree with me or not, but I found they tried to do too much in the pilot episode. I know this was the pilot, so you had to pitch it to the network to show off, you know, everything it could be. But come on, it's tied to Arrow. It's the CW. You got a half-decent show, you're good. They'll take you. I'm sure all they needed to do was have a strong episode, and they would have gotten picked up. And I think the scene that demonstrates what I mean the best is when Barry runs all the way to Starling to visit Ollie, and within 20 seconds, Ollie starts talking... All kinds of epic nonsense, i.e. the lightning bolt chose him, and he can give people hope. First of all, that cloud turned a whole city of people into metahumans. That bolt hit him because he was in a tower, a high place, a lightning conductor. It really didn't choose him at all. That's just science. That's just a natural occurrence. And secondly, how the hell do you know this kid can give people hope? Bastard stole Felicity from me. He certainly took away any hope I had. Like, honestly, how did we go from dude gets belittled by wheelchair wells to all this talk about him being a hero? All within, like, 30 seconds. No, how this scene should have worked was there should have been a three-minute scene where Ollie suggests that Barry uses speed to become a vigilante as well, and the super geek then contemplates it. And since he's so bright-eyed and bushy-tails, he goes, You know what? It's not a bad idea. And for Felicity, I will. Sounds like me in the morning. Except he's going to be successful in his conquest. Ah, uh, sad face. And finally, the closing scene. WTF? That guy isn't in that wheelchair out of need. He just wanted an alternative transportation option. I understand going green, bro, but really? This is too far. This is kind of disrespectful. Save that chair for someone who actually needs it, you son of a bitch. The glasses were a prop. You frackin' hipster. 
Do you know who this guy is? Who do you think he is? Because I have no idea. The Flash is one of those books I haven't read. Well, you know, things will now all change. I'm going to go home and, you know, pick me up some books. But for now, Wheelchair Wells is a frackin' lion hipster. Oh, that should be a new enemy. The frackin' hipster. Superpowers, smug looks and comments. His weakness is his allergy to the mainstream. It's a fine start to The Flash, uh, but I hope it doesn't become a Freak of the Week type of show. And please have better villains. Frucking emo weather guy? Really? Frucking hipster and frucking emo guy? I don't like the direction of your enemies, dude. But I'm gonna cut you some slack here and give The Flash, the pilot episode, a four teardrops on my guitar out of five. Oh, it feels good to have her back. Don't it? Baby girl Felicity Smoke. Did you see that tight dress she was wearing on that even tighter body? Mm. Whether you are a man or woman, you can appreciate all that. When a girl looks good in a pseudo Best Buy outfit, you know she's doing something right. And don't even get me started about the hair down, glasses off look. Mm-mm, good. It actually hurt me when she got caught up in that bazooka blast. Did you want to mess up that Milosh vertical bitch too? Man, I really hoped Ollie would put an arrow through him. Damn you, new Ollie. Damn you and your no-killing. Who are you, Batman? Oh, wait, that's what they're trying to go for. Felicity. Felicity absolutely stole my heart when she said frack. Nerd out. Never mind that there was an episode around Felicity. Never mind that there were flashbacks, which after two years... I'm over. Never mind that Arsenal is awesome. Yes, he had a great costume, and his skill set is more interesting than Ollie's, actually. The kid has more impressive parkour skills and a far more agile fighting style. Sure, I'm digging it. And yes, I guess while I'm talking about Dig, let's talk about Diggle. Never mind, he's a dad. Congrats, fictional character. I wouldn't worry about the fact that Detective Lance is now a pencil pusher but tries to get back into the field. Dumb dumb. What are you? You like dying or something? But I guess what is worth my time is Brandon Routh is back on TV. The thing is, I don't think this sense of humor thing is really suited for him. This this wittiness? Uh, he's more of a nice, quiet type rather than a smart mouth, quick, witty, Tony Stark type. And, you know, he's having a bit of a hard time pulling it off. But nevertheless, it's Brandon Routh. And no matter what he does, he's still charming and likable. But what's grinding my gears is, after yet another brief stint with another man who isn't me, I now want to see Felicity with Ollie. And not Ray Palmer. You know what, I think Ollie deserves Felicity. Well, to be fair, I think I deserve Felicity more, but hey, I don't actually live in that world. And in real life, I'm sure Emily Bett Rickards, I'm sure she's a... Nice girl, but I know actresses. They would look at me, actually they wouldn't look at me, and if they did, they'd laugh at me. Because they're betches. And I'm what you call King Nerd. And even if I did live in that fictional world, let's face it, I would have been working at that Italian restaurant that got blown to bits. It'd be me and the black guy who died first. Balls. And what the frack happened at the end? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Sarah Lance is no more. Oh my goodness, teardrops on my guitar, sad face. Yo, cut myself type of sadness here. I love Katie Lotz as Sarah. I wanted her to be the permanent Black Canary. I wanted the writers to rewrite this thing. Take some liberties. Come on, he's not Green Arrow anymore. And you know what? I don't really care about Laurel. As Ruby looks better this year, but she's not quite built to kick ass now, is she? 
Doesn't she look like she's in danger of the wind taking her away at any moment? Or at least that she's got a serious drug problem? This is bullshit. Why did they kill off Sarah like a chump? She should have died doing something. Not even heroic, just something. Not walking on top of the roof. Was that Raz al Ghul himself who shot her? Frack you, Raz. You killed your daughter's lesbian baby G. Frack you. Got a stupid haircut Tongue out wagging it around I can't believe it, this girl used to be kinda cute But it's pretty crazy what drugs will uncover Girl you used to be so sweet But you made a bad career choice Now she's the twerking sleuth Stick her ass in your face She's the Cyrus disgrace Working slew You better wear protection And I don't mean just with her in the sack I mean like all the time Oh Miley You screwed the hobo dude over Remember when Miley brought that homeless dude to the VMAs a few months back For, you know, her quote-unquote shock effect? You know, I guess it seemed harmless enough, except for all the stains he left on the carpet and like the bed bugs he left on those chairs. Well, I guess that and now the VMAs are known as a show that will let anyone in. The Lindsay Lohan of awards shows, if you will. But it turns out harm has been done because Hobo, the littlest PR prop, had been on the run from the law. He didn't go to jail because he John Connored it and lived off the grid. But I guess one night when he was in the back alley of the Boom Boom Club, ran into Hope Destiny, and she talked him into showing up at a live, worldwide TV broadcast seen by millions of people. Quite the opposite of living off the grid. And now he's in the slammer for six months. I do feel bad for him. Because if you remember, he's a pretty boy, which means he's going to be Bubba's bitch for sure. Miley... Nothing good comes from going on a date with your desert. If it's not VD, it's jail. Aye, caramba. Well, that's it. That's the Kenny Ho Show, episode 33. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more nerd talk, dork talk, real talk, a real opinion about not real stuff. The Kenny Ho Show. Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening, and I hope you're impressed. Toodles.